you are listening to the Plumfield Moms, and this is Saturday Morning Coffee. Perfected by Suffering, a reflection by Diane Pendergraft, originally posted at theglorioustable.com. Quote, We are afflicted in every way but not crushed, perplexed but not driven to despair, persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. End quote. 2 Corinthians 4, 8-9 before he wrote the letter we call Second Corinthians, the Apostle Paul had visited Corinth twice and written at least one long letter to the church in that city. The people there must have been aware of many of his trials, but in his earnest desire to impress upon them how essential it was for them to continue in what they had learned from him and to be aware of unscrupulous teachers, he is compelled to list some of his afflictions in more detail. Paul's autobiography would have made for exciting reading and he could easily have satisfied the current demand that every book be part of a series. He had three separate shipwreck stories. Those usually make for good reading. Then there were imprisonments, beatings, and a stoning incident. How does one survive and recover from 39 lashes? Paul did it five times. Is this then the theme of his letter? Is he saying, oh, woe is me, my life is harder than yours? Is he making excuses for bad behavior? How could you blame me when I'm in such pain? Or, how could anyone expect me to be patient when I'm going through so much? Is Paul trying to make sure he has the most heart-wrenching story at prayer time? Is he bragging about all the hardships he's overcome? None of those things. He tells his beloved children, If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation, and... For it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. Then, one of the most striking phrases of the letter, quote, For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, end quote. Light, momentary affliction? Paul could say this about spending a night and a day adrift at sea? This is how he viewed his own people hounding him nearly to death? Quote, in all our affliction, I am overflowing with joy. End quote. The word Paul uses for affliction means to crush, press, or squeeze. I translate it for myself as crushing distress. Thinking of all the crushing distress Paul experienced for the sake of Christ reminds me to appraise my circumstances more realistically when I begin to consider myself afflicted. Have I ever experienced true crushing distress? Yes, I would say that I have. I don't have to be beaten or shipwrecked in order to feel crushed by my suffering. But does my crushing exceed Paul's sufferings or the crushing Jesus experienced silently for my sake? Certainly not. Then I believe I had better check my attitude and adjust my perspective from the momentary to the eternal. Is it possible for me to learn to say with Paul, quote, For Christ's sake, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong, end quote. It is, because I have been given the same inexpressible gift Paul claims, the grace of God. Am I able to join Paul in saying I will most gladly spend and be entirely expended for the souls of others? Not all the time, not yet. But this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. 
Loving Heavenly Father, thank you for patiently bringing us to maturity in our trials. Lead us to a godly perspective of things that pass away and things that last forever. We ask you to strengthen our faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Scripture for Reflection For all the promises of God find their yes in Him. That is why it is through Him that we utter our Amen to God for His glory. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us, and who has also put His seal on us and given us His Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. 2 Corinthians 1, 20-22 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. 2 Corinthians 9, 8 Reach for more We all have favorite verses we love to use to encourage ourselves and others. It's important not only to hide these words in our hearts, but to understand them in context. Have you ever read 2 Corinthians in one sitting as though reading a letter from a mentor? Set aside 30 to 45 minutes to read the entire letter through, or choose another of the epistles to read as though you've gotten an actual snail mail letter from a friend. What themes do you see that you hadn't noticed before? May the Holy Spirit speak to you more clearly as you allow the letters to become more familiar and personal. 